This podcast contains some magical adult language. Listener discretion is advised. And sorry, Mom. Welcome to Rat Castle. It is a progressive chat about theme park magic without the pixie dust. And I am your, uh, let's see, uh, archaeologist, um, man of, uh, receiver of rare antiquities, um, uh, what else, uh, adventurer, uh, Nathan Hartman. That's who I am. No, we are not talking about Indiana Jones on this episode because I have yet to see it. I'm seeing it tomorrow morning. As you guys know, we record on Thursdays. But we will certainly have a review next time. And uh, but we have some great uh, beings, some wonderful humans with us tonight, uh, including Victoria. Hello, Victoria. Hello. So good to have you, Sara. How are you, Sara? I'm good. How are you? I am thrilled and 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 excited. We got so many uh, interesting things it, to talk about tonight. It'll be fun. And last yeah. but not least, it's Janine. Janine. Hello. Oh, she's bringing the vibes. I like it. Uh, Sam, <laughs> we Sam, got a we, stern pep talk. Yes. Yeah, we did. We, I was very yeah. clear. It's it's not ten thirty at night for everybody listening. So we gotta we gotta bring it up. So, um, uh, Dave is not with us tonight. He is on adventures, um, and so he was not able to make it. But of course, he will join us next time i am sure but we've got lots of interesting news and things to talk about and i don't see any reason we shouldn't just get right into it well let us go ahead and start over at disney world victoria we have some more genie plus news i don't know what to think of this so i'm very interested to see what you think what's going on lord i hate talking about disney chain anyway <laughs> Like it's, it just never gets easier. So, no. um, <laughs> like, like they always say, it's let's throw some more variables in the mix. Like, let's just throw sh- and to no one's surprise, they have done more. So, a new change is currently in effect. This was this started in, on June twenty seventh. So, pretty much, um, Disney Genie is going to be park specific now. So, when guests go in, they're going to select either a single park option or a multiple park option. Multiple park option is basically going to work the same way it does now with a park hopper. And what makes this different is that it, the price is going to vary by park. So, obviously, Animal Kingdom is going to be like lower. I think I have an example right here. Yeah. Um, so, like, Animal Kingdom 16, Hollywood Studios is 24, Epcot's 18, and then Magic Kingdom is 27. Um, and this varies by day. Also, and this varies by day. And yeah. then it's so I'm just gonna break it down because I know there's like FAQ. So multiple parks again, same thing, but you cannot use this to bypass the park hopper rule that you can go into parks after two. So you still got to wait. And then this was the most confusing part to me. So if you buy an individual park, Disney Genie Plus, and it sells out or you it sells out pretty much, mm-hmm. the multiple park option will also sell out for that day. So you're just shit out of luck. Like you just can't get any Disney Genie. Oh, for all multiple parks? Or is it is it like when you hit multiple That's- parks, does it does it just take away the like, let's for example, say Magic Kingdom goes out. Does mm-hmm. Magic Kingdom multiple parks is just not available to then use? 
or is that's it all what, multiple parks? That's my assumption. Yes, like the wording was mm-hmm. weird. That's why I was like, I'm kind of a little confused for it. I never got it clarified because they don't tell us shit. I'm so, so <laughs> thank you. This is why I hate explaining this shit. Yeah. But <laughs> also to add to that, this is not part of the update from that big five update thing we got a few months ago where they were like they're gonna simplify Disney Genie. That's just more so they're gonna make it so people can book Disney Genie and Lightning Lane a day before their trip. That's mm-hmm. not part of this. This is just something to make it more complicated for no reason. I mean, yeah, I'm trying to figure out what this is for. My only thought is this helps them, like, get a better understanding of who actually needs to park hop during the day um, mm. opposed to, I mean, but then again, you're right. Like, people aren't, I mean, you are, I don't know. You can buy, the, can you buy, <laughs> this is like, I feel like a newbie with Genie Plus because I never used it when I was in Florida. And why? And like, if I go back, I'm never using it anyway. <laughs> I mean, I've only like, ever used Lightning Lane in an emergency and that's yeah, it. Same. Yeah. So like, for example, can the day you're going, can you get like Epcot? Can you buy the Genie Plus for Epcot? Yes. That day. So I guess... For the day, they're at least getting a better idea of who's going to park hop, who's planning on park hopping this day and who's not. And in that way, I, I think why they say that the the individual ones go down is because if you get multiple parks, now I don't know why they need to put it out on this. I think if they had a list of all of them and you wanted certain ones, you know, like it would explain it too. But I what I'm guessing is they're saying, okay. This person is only going to Epcot. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> My cat just jumped, tried to jump up while I tried to make room for her to jump up, and I ended up punching her in the face and causing oh, no. a cascade of things. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. Janine's bringing bad vibes now. This is not, it's we, so bad. My internet, I'm on a hot spot because my internet is out. <laughs> Nothing is working. I'm on my backup mic. It's okay. Punching but your I, cat. Punch I my feel baby. like what happened is like literally what Genie Plus is. It's just yeah. like a cascade of like unfortunate events. So, yeah. So I think what I'm saying somehow, <laughs> I don't even think I was saying it well, is if they know that, that certain people are only doing one thing and they're not planning on doing another thing, they can go ahead and just say, well, there's less people so we can make it less, uh, you know, for Epcot. Um, so in theory, if you're only doing an individual park because they don't have to have that buffer zone of thinking, well, these people could be doing both, that could help. I mean, it's a Band-Aid on a Band-Aid on a broken leg. Yeah. So it's something I mean, but the only thing i could think of is it just helps them like you said get an idea of where the crowds are going but even then isn't that the point of park pass reservations right i thought so too <laughs> I, I don't know anymore that no. here's why i despise the question what is disney genie plus because then i gotta give you like an 18 point page powerpoint presentation on how this works and i'm still and not sure you sense. need it like i'm i'm I, I've talked to people who have done their like weekend trip and they've loved it. Everyone I talked to who is not an annual pass holder Mm -hmm. who has gone and been like, I need to try to like maximize my time has loved it. Yeah, but even to to, like love it and to get a great service out of it, you need to like do so much research just to understand. Right. And I think so. I think it's it really depends on whether or not like you're an informed 
Disney vacationer or whatever. But the one thing that I will say is that I'm glad that they changed the pricing to reflect the amount of rides that are in the parks. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, so that's that one is. good thing. I, I guess it's still I think of it. Expensive. Yeah. I mean, what we're dealing with is sort of, I mean, the issue seems to be like, if you're, how do I put it? They could make it more expensive, right? Just the ticket mm-hmm. in hopes that less people show up. That's true. But people will still show up. This is the issue. I think that I think they've recognized the only way to like manage crowds at this point is to just like who is technologically illiterate and then yeah. that'll help. <laughs> Which kind of sucks because it's yeah, like. It might, I'm not sure the confusion is not intentional, to be honest. Um, I, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So. I don't know. Um, uh, well, to give you guys an idea, uh, on, we just lost Janine, by the way. So her hotspot, I oh guess, Lord. just went down. So who knows? We'll either have Janine with us or not. Keep up, keep listening, folks. This is this is we are in Janine Watch. <laughs> we are fresh. This is this is live. This is Janine Watch twenty twenty three. Oh, Janine's not back. back. Janine, this is not my night. No, we're on. We are. We just were saying we're on Janine Watch. You're coming in and out. We're just keeping an eye. So, yeah. So far, so good. Yeah, um, keeping us on our toes, keeping us awake. Okay, okay. I'm Are sorry. we doing Colton, my fiance's in the background, like trying to be tech support. <laughs> I'm not cutting any of this, just so we're very clear. I have no interest in cutting it. See, this is the personal stuff. This is the people, this is what people like. So. Oh, he just brought me a drink as well. So. Oh, that's good. Cheers. Where's our drinks? Yeah, I don't, I don't get no drinks. Yeah. Um, speaking of, uh, uh, well, I guess you can't get a drink here. I would love to have a drink in this spot. Um, it, it has potential for that. Well, it was supposed to have drinks in it, right? That was the whole right. idea when it first started. Oh, it was going to be a restaurant. Um, right. But we are, over in Disneyland, we are celebrating the 60th anniversary of Enchanted Tiki Room. Mm-hmm. Um, Damn, 60? Uh, 60. That's 60. wild. She, yeah. she, she getting there. She getting there. And I guess the question, I we don't really have anything new to say about it. They didn't do anything except some merch. Mm-hmm. Um, Ooh, I want merch. Yeah, there's stuff. I don't know if it's oh, over at Magic cute. Kingdom or not. Uh, no, I think it was only Disneyland. Pins and such. But um, what, what are our thoughts? I just realized we had never talked really about Tiki Room here. Um, and I was just curious what your guys' thoughts were. And like... Do you think it needs enough? Date? I am obsessed with the tiki room. I love. I have mixed it's a love feelings hate. about yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. No, I just. But it's also, all love. It's, it's the <laughs> cultural aspect. I feel like is a little outdated, but at the same time, it's not my culture, so it's not my place to say. You mean, However, you mean birds that are Mexican, Irish, German, and French. In the whole in Hawaiian chant thing, yeah. and like, <laughs> like, I'm like, I get a retro vibe, but like, the tribal chants were giving me like, okay, I, I don't even know how to describe it. It kept me mm. up one night, but <laughs> yeah. Well, the the thing is, is, and I, I am not someone who is going. I'm not going to be on probably. Uh, you know, the most level-headed on this in the sense that I literally have a tiki bar. Like, I love tiki Same. culture. Um, but I've had conversations with people who are, you know, uh, in tiki culture and even Jungle Cruise culture. I've talked to mm-hmm. skippers about this of, like, and, and well, Jungle Cruise, I would say, has addressed most of these concerns. 
Um, but even then, like, it's still basically, why are there jungle cruises? Well, imperialism, right? Um, that's mm-hmm. why they were there. Um, and a lot of tiki culture is a, a made up version of the fun that soldiers in World War II had in the South Seas and then came back with, and they sort of made a version of because they missed it. Um, so there's yeah, a genre gets... of music that comes from that as well. Yeah, well, yeah, there totally. is. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's I mean, a lot of, that comes from it. Yeah, that the the song the the song they sing um, is one of those songs. You know, it's like it's written by a white dude. Like mm-hmm. it's not a song that is a tribal song in the sense you, you of you don't being say. Yeah, well, not a shock. <laughs> but, it's okay, kind of jazzy. So here's my thing. I don't think that it can be updated without being Mm. completely removed. Um, Mm. And that's kind of my Mm. thing with the Jungle Cruise as well, because it's like, I think that when you have things like the Enchanted Tiki Room and you have the Jungle Cruise, they come from a very specific time, a time that is extremely Mm. problematic. And Uh it's a time that cannot be updated. Like, it just can't. And it's like, you kind of have to just accept it for what it is. And just be like, you know what, this is something from a specific era, mm. and that's fine. Or, because yeah. it just it just can't be updated. It, it, Funny, at the yeah. very least, fix the animatronics because yeah, yeah. yeah. The clack like, from a cultural standpoint. I'm like the yeah. clacking, my God. But it's the only it's the only place I can still take in a, a dole whip and eat while watching a show. I can't do that at American Adventure, right? Mm. Um Why so. not? You're American. I, you should you be to. able to. That place should be a slop house of of nonsense. <laughs> is, uh, accurate. I need my brisket in there. I need my waffle sandwich in there. <laughs> Who's going to tell me no? Yeah, no one. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I, I mean, I do love that aspect. I, I guess, sorry, I would, I don't know if I disagree with you. That's a weird way of putting it. It's like, it is a fictionalized version of a very bad time that mm-hmm. they are in many ways, especially in the current updates of the Jungle Cruise, we're bringing Jungle Cruise in this lot because it's the same aesthetic. Um, yeah. But true, true. they did the adjustments in the sense of saying, like, well, there's inclusion here, right? Like, the explorers are a lot of different people, and we're just exploring the jungle, and we're going to take away the... I mean, they didn't even... They took away the nice... Theoretically, he's still a headhunter, I guess, but they took away the nice <laughs> native, too, right? Like, they, they really did strip away that sort of, like... Um, othering i guess as much as they could opposed to it just being like wild jungle animal fun um and i guess i would say the same happens with tiki room like it, there's i mean they're all european cultures that are getting made fun of to be honest which is interesting in a, in a flip on the on the uh the but it's still the exploitation trend. of quote-unquote like 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 you said the south seas mm-hmm. and like hawaiian culture so you can't really like update it. You can't. It, it it'll still always be like at some level of exploitation. Yeah, I mean it's not like the Polynesian. Right. Like that's a hotel that actually celebrates the culture of South Sea well, to an extent. I so. mean, but Even also then, has Trader Sands. Yeah, I mean, exactly. like it is I said mix. to an extent. To I an said extent. to an extent. Right. <laughs> Because I, I mean, feel like even anything themed you know. to those types of cultures, at, it'll always be exploitation. So it's kind of like, what level of exploitation are you okay with? Well, what is and, representation? So you just think the whole genre is so basked in the concept of mm-hmm. imperialism yep. that it's it, it you can't really get away. Like, so many of the influences are Western on top of that it's sort of impossible. 
Um, yeah, exactly. I appreciate that. It is literally my entire aesthetic. Like that's the, I, <laughs> I have issues with, with it. I think it's a cute the, aesthetic, but I mean, my favorite. You dig deeper. That's tomorrow morning, I'm, I'm going to go see a dude that <laughs> made got made famous for just stealing stuff from foreign countries. So like, yeah, yeah. you know. But he beat up Nazis, so technically he never stole anything. I mean, he gave back the Shanka stones. He, <laughs> the Ark was either going to be the Nazis or him. He left the, you know. So technically, he hasn't stolen anything theoretically. Yeah, theoretically, he did take the cross Coronado big effort. Anyway, you're getting me all nerdy. Um, <laughs> but I've had these. Victoria, we had, you know, as you said earlier, it keeps you up at night. I've had that problem of like, ah, is this. How much Orientalism am I getting into here? Like, right? Careful. Yeah, that's why yeah. I was like, at the end of the day, I don't know if I can really speak on it because it's not my right. culture. Yeah, like, I think we, we should probably have someone from Polynesia. We're not really going to be talking about it. And the thing, though, is, is like a lot of those people... There is still that divide of embracing or not embracing it. Yeah, like in many so, cultures, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's tricky. I would say this: we did attempt to update this over here at the Magic Kingdom with oh yeah the, the Iago thing, right? Yeah, and it sucked huge <laughs> balls. It was the worst thing because it's still Orientalism. Like, no, it's weird because it was like. Oh, Iago uh, just was, sucked. I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah, it's true. But it was also like, it literally is they start the normal show and then Iago comes in and starts singing Hot, Hot, Hot. Like, all the songs were updated. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like, well, this isn't it. You know what I mean? Like, there's you're, you're looking for that jazzy sort of big bandy sound. And that's um, what I'm saying. It's like, you can't update it without it not being what it is anymore. Right, right. I mean, if anything needs to be updated, it's that one scene in Peter Pan. Well, actually, that whole ride needs to be updated. Yeah, just you want to you don't know a little secret for me? Demolish Peter Pan. It sucks. It's not a good ride. So, Fuck yeah, yeah, I support that. Cosine. <laughs> Guess what? I spent my last trip uh, to Magic Kingdom. I said we're just gonna ride everything because you know it's gonna be a while. So we waited ninety minutes. It was supposed to be like forty five. We waited ninety minutes to ride Peter Pan, and I about wept when it was over. Like in the first, you know, the 35 second ride that I wrote. And I was like, why the hell did I do this? <laughs> why is this ride that literally never stops moving? Why is it so slow? <laughs> I don't anyway, understand. I would say this. I love this, this, um, you, you here's the, th- hmm. let me put this to you though, Sarah. Mm-hmm. I would think this is where things get tricky. Right. There was talk of ripping out Tiki Room and Magic Kingdom and making it a Moana meet and greet. And we know this because there were elements in concept art that got leaked. Mm-hmm. Um, now, that feels uh, some people would say, oh, that's better representation. It's it's Polynesian. But I'm also think, thinking, I mean, kind of like it's still a version of a, I mean, that's the whole thing that Disney does is take a version of a culture thing and change it in some sort of way and you know i mean i would say that's it. a little bit more input from that culture though like similar to how they did sure. Lilo and stitch well yeah it was all white dudes making stuff in 1955 yeah. like i'm the first one <laughs> i get it yeah, yeah for sure uh, yeah i mean it's really difficult because like you said I, I i love the aesthetic i think it's such a cool time mm-hmm. and it like it brings so much like character and all that type of stuff but it's it's hard because it's like we we like problematic things sometimes, you know. Yeah. Um, well, I wonder if it gets if if a 
concept like that gets so far removed from time um, mm. and gets re-embraced by the culture itself as a separate thing that's sort of connected to it if if that changes it. Now, I don't have enough information to conclude that's that a thought. Um, but, you know, and, and again, like, just because the South Seas probably makes money because tourists come because they know this version, mm-hmm. right? That's not great either, necessarily. Um, it, it, you know, it, that is a, a visitor imposing what they want and then the hotels making what they think they want opposed to it being traditional culture. So it's complicated. And then, and then we, we didn't even really get into the fact that there's like Irish stereotypes and Mexican stereotypes, you know, like all those guys were, you know, Wally Bogue, God bless him, who, who voices Jose, is like the whitest dude in the world uh, doing Cine Senor. So, like, it's a. Yeah. It, you know what? It reminds me of. Have you guys heard of um that one Outcast song, Hey Ya? Sure. Yeah. No. Yeah, I grew up in and in, in, in went to high school. <laughs> what song? Hey Ya by um, Outcast. Never heard of it. It's like, oh. hey, hey Ya. Oh, doesn't ring a bell. Never so saw a, never that, saw a phone commercial in the last 10 years. <laughs> so basically that song is like, it's actually a really sad song, but the beat is so right. damn catchy that no one gives a fuck. True. That's pretty much the personification of this ride. That's excellent. No one yeah. cares. Yeah, that's that's yeah. fair. Because I feel like anything um, yeah. at the parks, once you like dig deep down, it's kind of problematic. And so it, <laughs> yeah. it just comes down to like, what are you willing to, to accept? That's kind I of mean, it. literally what he says. You don't yeah. want to hear me. You just want to dance. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is, oh, this is an interesting concept. In America, is the only non problematic park animal kingdom? Mm, I, mean, I would still say yeah. it's problematic. No. What makes I it problematic? I mean, I, Joe I did just, his research and brought everybody. I mean, he had the cue of Cali River Rapids is artistry brought from, the artists were brought in from that culture and they created it by hand there and that's fair but i'm saying like regardless it can still be seen as exploitation because sure, it is for a white audience it is for like for it's for it's like it's for a western things. audience no matter if they're white or not yeah but I mean, it's the majority it for, like, the white education audience. Or, sure. oh sorry isn't it for no, the what? education of conservation, though? Because they have done quite a bit of work with conservation and bringing back endangered species. I, I think it could go both ways. I don't know. Because it's one thing if a bunch of white people get together and amalgamate a series of a number of cultures into like a weird, distinguished mass that has literally no connection to the culture that it originates from versus right. someone... Mm-hmm approaching the culture and saying hey we want to represent your culture accurately mm-hmm. and inform people about your culture please i will come pay you do your art do express your right. culture here so that people who can't would not otherwise be exposed to it can in some degree and yes they make money off of that it's not mm-hmm. altruistic but i don't think it's necessarily exploitative i think that oh, that's well, fair but yeah i guess to counter that a little bit is it just like at the end of the day intentions are the intention might be great but what might actually happen afterwards might not be what was the intended purpose like if Mm, we're looking at the audience that's that's there like they're not gonna it's like i absolutely like love joe roadie like i appreciate the work that he did in animal kingdom i think it's one of the best parks but at the end of the day it's 
the audience that is consuming it might not be consuming it for the right or intended reasons. Right. And, it, right. and at the end of the day, it'll always be exploitation. Ooh, bar, Sarah. Look yeah. at my political science degree <laughs> coming out. <laughs> well, there, and there is no such thing as, you know, uh, morality. Everything is exploitation. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's just to what is. level? Exactly. Yeah, that's a great agree. point. Like, it exactly. really, like, you walk through the grocery store and that is wall to wall exploitation like mm-hmm. yeah, every right. everything mm-hmm. it, to some extent and so it's just like what's tolerable like there's no like even if you're living off of the land and like foraging it so, to some extent you are exploiting the environment so like you it's difficult it's yeah. are you saying bear grills is a monster is that what you're saying here the way that he consistently pees on himself yeah <laughs> like, you know, like, I, don't know. I like the term consistently it know, just right? he does like when have i not turned on the tv and he wasn't peeing on himself i don't know you know I mean, not I'm, not gonna, much. I'm not gonna yuck anyone's yum whatever <laughs> whatever it's fine um yeah i know this is tough i always talk to my students about simulacrums and simulacrums are uh, I, I literally use Main Street USA as an example of a simulacrum. Like when you're creating film and you're creating sets, it is it is not a real, true version of something. You can't it can't be. It's not happening at that time. Even mm-hmm. if you're using references, it's impossible to create something exactly the way it was. Um, and so it becomes something else, and that can be fine, or it can be a misrepresentation. So, um, you know, I thought we were gonna have a nice little conversation about the Tiki Room, and now it's like. <laughs> We are really we're One in deep piece in. of advice though, if you want to enjoy something, just don't dig deep into it. Leave yeah, it that's alone. a great point. That's just an enjoy excellent it. Point. <laughs> I mean, just leave it. I do like, love it. it. I do love it. There's no doubt about it. Um, I would say I would love. You mentioned the clacking earlier. Uh, yeah, I think we could update the versions of the birds. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. they they could do that. I go back and forth about this. I think if you don't want to touch Disneyland's at all and you want to just keep it the way it is, I think any OG version can stay. I think you can mm-hmm. do whatever you want in Magic Kingdom. That includes pirates. You could pirates, Tiki Room, all of that. It can come or go. I would. I love that those are there. Nathan, but- I will chain myself. <laughs> oh my! No, I love it. Tiki Room. I don't want you it to cannot. go. No. I, yeah, he's no. not saying he wants it to go. No. Regardless, no. it's not. That's not. No, I know that he would. Right. But putting it on the table is. Not putting it on the table. No, I'm not manifesting this. This isn't like, uh, what was that book? The 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 Secret. The Secret. This is not The Secret. (laughs) Um, uh, I will say I had one idea that I've always wanted to see implemented, a little magic trick. Um, I think you – I would love to see some way that it would be a lot of reconstruction. But you start the show and there's no birds. And then the lights go down and you feel – you hear flapping and you feel wind. And the lights come up and the birds are there. Alien encounter meets the Tiki Room. (laughs) I don't, I mean, it's literally just taking one thing up and breaking one more thing down. Mm -hmm. But, you know, some shadows of birds flying in and stuff. People, that would freak people out. Some people are scared of birds. It can be be If you're scared of birds, why are you going into the Tiki Room? I'm afraid of birds. Yeah. Don't do that shit. (laughs) I will fight everybody in the room. (laughs) Yeah, they're not restrained. (laughs) Like, I will flee. (laughs) <laughs> that's a good point i don't want to scare anybody but anyway that's that's all i'm thinking of so we just don't want under new management so uh congrats tiki room for 60 years stay complicated um we love you um but let's move 
I kind of went to Disneyland because there's only one thing, but we're going to go back to Florida because Victoria, oh. big old news. Big old news, <gasps> Victoria. <laughs> What's going <laughs> What is opened? I should say what has not opened. I feel like this whole area is just I mean, blown up. All it's the soft opened. So all of the, well, minus the e-ticket right. attraction, pretty right. much minions land has opened um it's what is that land i want to say it's the production pro, oh my god production lot <laughs> uh yeah production I think, central I think production central that. thank you so that area was transformed into a minions theme land and pretty much everything is open so they have like this minions cafe that look, has, looks like it has these bomb bowls like these bomb mm-hmm. noodle bowls they have the um, Bake My Day Cafe, which serves like these little ice cream treats and like little pastries and all that good stuff. And me, um, I'm just kidding. I was about to say for real. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I don't even I know. Say- is it legal in Florida? No. It's no. not. Uh, y'all, it is legal in Maryland in two days. So really, yeah. I'm busy on I'm busy on Saturday, everybody. Just so we're clear. Not. So is Anthony, but um, yeah. love that. No, he's not. And then they opened the Illumination Theater, which I believe is where Shrek 4D was, if I remember correctly. Uh, uh, in the, I, I don't know, ex- like kinda, I think. But basically, it's a, it's this is a facade. I hate that they call it a theater because you don't go in it. It's there's what, no so going. There's in I couldn't either? really. I couldn't really tell from the photos, but basically it's like a meet and greet where all of the Illumination characters are and they debut uh, debut the same characters there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, those costumes look good. Yeah. They look great. Pig and the gorilla. Yeah, they I've look awesome. Sing. I know people love it, but. It's good. It's awesome. Did you not like Sing? Sing was see, good. Let's see it. Sing was good. Yeah. I hated the trailer. I got so you ever had a movie that is shown so much to you in trailers and, and that you're like, I, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Yeah. That was one for me. I think it's thought you Netflix. meant like one you hate irrationally, because I got like one big one. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't know. The what one it movie is. you hate irrationally. Last airbender. Oh, well no, that's not that's not irrationally. That's a very rational take. Mm-hmm. You're allowed I could to do a whole movie. I can do a whole dissertation on why I hate that movie. Yeah, that's not a, that is a rational. Ra- everyone agrees with you, so not not very rational. Um, but no, the Illuminations Theater looks cool. I like that the posters change and everything depending on who's coming out. That's neat. Ooh, really cute. Um, I can look at the offerings for Bake My Day to get more specific. No one surprised they are minion themed. Yeah. There's lots of while you're looking that up. There's lots of like cool little unique details. There's like a, like a it doesn't open, but it's like an overall store. It's just like a like one, one size the, fits all. Yeah, yes, one size, one size fits all. <laughs> That's a great way to describe it. It's really oh, cute. and I forgot to mention the the banana popcorn car. I believe I want to try banana popcorn so bad. I want to artificial try it so banana flavoring is like one of my favorite things. I will really? I will try yes. it in three weeks, and I the, will let you know. Uh, like banana laffy taffy. Oh, oh, so good. The freeze ray mm-hmm. pops station is also open. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that bunny cupcake looks terrifying. Yeah, I hate it. It looks like meat. <laughs> <laughs> it looks so meat. gross. It's like someone tried to make a bunny meatloaf. Meat cupcake? You know yeah. what? Wait. Is it crazy that I actually want that? I want a meat cupcake. A right, meat I want a meat cupcake. cupcake. Ugh. 
Why not? Ooh, we, H-H-M. Well, you know meatloaf. why I don't want meatloaf? it. You make meatloaf in a cupcake form, and then you put ketchup on top as the frosting? Someone mm-hmm. has definitely done that. Oh, this sounds good or to potatoes me. potatoes on top as frosting, Ooh, and then, like... Meat Ooh. cupcakes. I'm, all right, um, Halloween Horror Nights, I hope you're taking notes. I don't know if you yeah. listen, but... <laughs> I don't even. I'm, I'm okay. I'm looking at meat cupcakes. Oh, this is a thing. <laughs> I, I thing. knew it was gonna be a thing. Are a thing. So my grandma Ethel made these. They use mashed potatoes as frosting. Oh. And they and they in the in like the and normal frosting it. thing. Yeah. So it's like hmm. cute little. Well, oh, is, am, a, is a burger <laughs> just a meat cupcake too? Is a burger a meat cupcake? No, it's too oh. flat. Cupcakes yeah. aren't flat. Well, because yeah. you know how like people cut their cupcakes and then they like sandwich it. That yeah, is a but thing. That's, yes, but that, but but also that's oh not God. a. That's not we a. We get here. <laughs> Theoretically, some people are even dyeing the mashed potatoes. Oh yes, Y'all different are colors. Crazy, that's disgusting. I want that banana I... Swiss roll. The, the food looks really good and it's very creative. So I love that. Yeah, I like I the banana like Swiss roll. food is not that are, crazy. Are we talking about meat cupcakes still? Or are we talking about? We are not. We have moved on, on to my delight. Things, I think. Okay. <laughs> okay. I just wanted to make sure where we were. Um, I mean, the shark cake, um, shark cupcake looks really good though. I yeah, feel like okay. it's a nod to Bruce. Yeah. I like the purple one. Everything is really cute. I love, honestly, like. I, and I, I know I complained in the episode that uh, Alicia was on that I, I don't love that Universal Studios doesn't have like a courtyard, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, yeah, is, they really don't. No, I mean, technically, if you go right, you're getting that vibe. Um, but, you know, like if it if they're not going to have it, at least this is like really, really fun. Like it does a good job of being cute enough that if you hate minions, it's not super it's not annoying it's just it's not it's in just your cute. face it's 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 adorable yeah it's done it's right just, it's just the right amount yeah and and all that food looks amazing at the minion cafe and all that decoration mm-hmm. and gags and like i mean i don't know why they still have the today cafe uh I like the Today Cafe. Excuse me. <laughs> I mean, for theming purposes, it's a little weird. Um, but I right. will say, like, it, it's just nice to have more options. Like, this was mm-hmm. all just basically, what, Trek 4D and, like, just kind of extra business. Um, so, and, well, and, of course, the cupcake area was Monsters Cafe. So some of that has made some adjustments. But, like... Now that, and I don't think it's done yet because they've had some issues with uh, paint. Um, oh, what's the term? Bubbling. Um, mm-hmm. But they're going to paint uh, a mural on the side of Transformers. So it feels like that side is a part of Minions and not just like here's Production Central and like here's a big ass box, which is how Transformers has always felt. But do they even need to do that? I mean, like, it makes it feel more cohesive. If you know how the land is laid out, it, it would yeah. make it a little more cohesive. Yeah, I think that it's a well, big step. Well, because I feel like people don't really care that much in Universal. No, I like, no, they, they care. care. I think they, they care really? now. Yeah. No, they care. Because I remember that whole sightlines argument that was happening on Twitter, and mm. I was like, well, oh, I guess this, that was, this is, 
that was Hollywood. Oh, we're not going to count. We're not going to count Hollywood. Yeah. Universal Hollywood doesn't that's count. Di- I mean, they Hollywood only has so much land to work yeah. with. I was just like, that was well, so it, dumb. Yeah, Hollywood it's is like, so stupid. It's basically an orgy of attractions on top of each other. Like it's mm-hmm. a pile. So yeah, that's no, we're not. Pile. We're not going to discuss that. But I think Orlando has, since Harry Potter, especially, has really tried. Uh, mm-hmm. Beyond the main lake, when it's like, oh, I'm in London, and across there's the Simpsons. But beyond that kind of stuff, like. Yeah, people the, care. People care. I think Universal Creative is showing up. I'm very excited. Man, Epic Universal. They really are. They're showing yeah. up. That's going to be something. Like, how often do we see a theme park, like a major theme park, just being built, and then we're going to be able to go in it? And then. Last two were in 99. Yeah. At least in Florida. happened. Yeah, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. I came at, to Animal Kingdom like literally two months after it was done. Yeah, and it's not always the eight. best experience. <laughs> you know, like going early may not always be great. So, yeah. Well, I have great expectations. I mean, Animal Kingdom was underfunded and they didn't know what they wanted to do. So, that's, there's, I mean, no, there's nothing really there when it opened. Same. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't be rude, Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom's the best. No, I was saying I too am underfunded, and I don't know what I want to do. About it. Oh. <laughs> that's a good. That's that's a good point. I can't say that about myself. I feel I feel grounded. I'm doing well over here. Everyone else, we, we before the podcast, we were just talking about this. We're all hot messes, but at least we're hot, and that counts for a yeah. lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'm not sure I'm a hot mess. I just realized like I'm taking this whole weekend off to just read, and then I'm going to get back into stuff after my in-laws leave in a week. So, like, I don't think I can consider myself in a hot mess. I, I don't think I'm in a hot mess. No, you're, you're 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 very peaceful. You're in your manifestation era. I, I feel like I, you have a really good life. Like, you have aw, everything that you want and need. Wow. You know, man, you're, you're like, comfortable. I really, yeah, like, and I and I think it's like it's good. Like, I watch your stories and like I watch your Instagram and all that type of stuff. I'm right, like, oh, he's happy, and oh I love God. that. And his wife rules. She's oh, absolutely! So cute. Like yeah. you guys look so happy and cute. Well, you know, it's all it's all for show. Because uh, <laughs> you know he's an influencer. You know, me. yeah, you got to keep uh, up the image. No, I think, huh? I feel like I had a real "It's a Wonderful Life" moment. Thank you, everybody. I got all George <laughs> Bailey. <laughs> Every time the bell rings, I think good. I think the rest of us are emotionally a hot mess. But like we're we're all fine. Janine's you know? got a Janine's doing better. She's got a great job and and yeah, she's. I think she's just busy. Yeah, and, and also a mess. Janine's like thinking about it. Am I okay? Hmm. Am I okay? Only a hot mess. Like the first ten minutes of our podcast. <laughs> that's that's it. Like yeah. it's Pringles flying everywhere. <laughs> punch the cat in the face. The, yeah. Let's not maybe, keep saying punch the cat. <laughs> She's on my Janine's, lap now. Maybe Janine's just externally a hot mess, but inside very zen. I am yeah. a very zen person. I don't mm. worry about things. I don't get angry. I'm just awkward and no <laughs> you have a loving energy and you I good, good vibes so what were we talking about yeah um, i don't know i, I don't know anyway. uh, well, I, mean, I, guess I, think. Get, I guess we can get angry now yeah let's get angry yeah let's get angry uh janine uh let's get less zen janine what is going on uh okay i think this first story is actually fairly interesting 
um, especially considering different angles. If you think about it, what's going on with the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District Board? Also, yeah, I know as Reedy Creek now known yeah. as the, the Gestapo of Disney. Um. So apparently, the staff of what was formerly known as Reedy Creek had felt their grievances or concerns were not being heard. And so the board decided to take action to ameliorate those concerns, or at least give the appearance of being open to ameliorating those concerns, Mm -hmm. and adopted a resolution passing a whistleblower policy. Um, So this just promises staff that they can come forward with any sort of unethical things that they witness or anything that's inappropriate. And What's going on over there? Promises that they won't be uh what is the word? Retaliated against. Yeah, it's it's good labor practices to have a whistleblower policy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I, we it all just agree seems okay. weird. We all agree that this is because they want to yes. know there's more dirt, right? Yes. Like, yes. Right. Thank you for oh, yeah. saying that, Nathan. That is a hundred percent. They're like, what you got? <laughs> yeah. You got like, the tea. We wanna and know. Well and that's to, fine. I don't well. They need to make themselves feel like they're there on purpose. Yes, I think that they expected to be come to come in and be like, "We're the rescuers. We're liberating Iraq," and that's <laughs> no. not really what's happening. Just knocking and down so that they're wall, like, Disney, just trying play. to, you know, see if they can. Anybody have anything? Anybody? Can... What you got? Like, come on, we're good guys here. We're here for a reason. Yeah. You need to tell us deal um yeah i think i think that that's what that is clearly about um otherwise other than that not particularly interesting until whistleblowers start coming forward if they do Mm -hmm. um yeah uh we'll see yeah we'll see somebody gonna start snitching yeah yeah start snitching (laughs) it's gonna be yeah don't get stitches so it's okay yes (laughs) um and then uh, in some other Disney company debacle news, uh, DeSantis filed a motion Fuck to dismiss <laughs> Disney's federal lawsuit. Um, this, uh, I don't, I don't see that. I really, I would be surprised if they prevail on this motion. No, um, I would be extremely yeah. surprised. They're, they, oh my god, they. Um, <laughs> It's such a train wreck. Like leg- legally, ethically, politically, it's a train wreck. I don't know who they're. They think they're winning with this, or any pursuit. of DeSantis's. Whatever DeSantis is trying to do, I don't know who he's winning. With yeah. <laughs> like what? Like who is gonna win? Like blue checks on Twitter. A subset of them. Yeah. Um. And like. Republican power brokers who now see Trump as too toxic to be effective. They're shifting, they're hitching there, but he's sinking in the polls. So anyway, nobody likes him. Um, So what's what's there to like? Yeah. So DeSantis (laughs) tried to claim that the court lacks jurisdiction, yada, yada, yada maybe there's a jurisdiction argument that like actually matters because you see things like that sometimes you'll think that something's a slam dunk but it's just filed in the wrong venue 
who knows? Um, but I would be surprised if there's not one of those issues, I would be surprised unless he's in like the fifth circuit. Um, I would be surprised if, if they move on this. And other than that, they uh, filed and requested a uh, trial date. <laughs> yeah. Of, oh my God. Um, this was a like, mess. <laughs> well, after the 20, like August DeSantis 2025. Did. Not Disney. DeSantis requested. Yeah. DeSantis requested yeah, DeSantis a trial date on the merits of the suit in August 2025 after the 2024 election. Which, which, which is, is so. Literally- what trump is doing with with the the federal indictment like this it's is the like same original it's such a bad look oh my god like yeah. i mean he already looks bad on his own like he doesn't need help but like <laughs> yeah yeah um as if you're that busy as if you were gonna show up it in is court anyway hilarious yes. for for this kind like this is not a murder trial right like, like there's not that many moving parts this is like at best a week of argument and some documents and some people giving testimony like this is you don't need over two years no and not over even two in years court. to prep for this most of this is going to be done i assume like at a board table with four people like it's not yeah know. i would be surprised Man, if this I'll... actually goes to trial yeah. I want this to be live stream though. I'm yeah. nosy. Well, um, you uh, 2020. We'll see what happens. We'll it, see what happens. It depends. Well, I might as well um, be here in 2025. Like, do you think any of us could just delay? Like, if we get a ticket, can we delay going to court and just say we're running for president <laughs> and we're too busy? Like, I'm running for president in 2035. Could you push my trial date till then? Thank you. I'm like, very what busy. are you doing? <laughs> Yeah. yeah it just it's very embarrassing like why are we still doing this like why are you still going through with this lawsuit why are you pushing it as if you're gonna win like yeah. get it together well, i think that's his thing is if he loses i mean what this comes down to from a pol- political angle is DeSantis realizes he has no case he will mm-hmm. lose mm-hmm. and when he loses that only shows in a party who's how do I put this in a party whose only current thing that they care about is being a winner or being a loser. Um, this would not be a good look for the guy who says he's the winner. Um, now again, he's going up against a man who is twice impeached and God, probably before this podcast even comes out thrice indicted, uh, <laughs> there'll be another one before this is all done. I'm sure of it, whether it's, um, you know, in uh, New York or uh, Georgia or, or, DC. or Georgia or yeah. So I don't know what he's, I don't know what he's worried about. Um, again, all he's got to do is crawl back up on his cross and say that the courts were against him. Like it's nothing new. So I don't know. Yeah. He's being a baby, but you know, he's not the only one that is uh, suing Disney. Uh, I guess there's another case, which is not connected to DeSantis, but weirdly kind of connected to the don't say gay bill uh and and it's uh disney's i guess i don't know declaration against it uh Jeanine, yeah what's going on so with this um one? this is one i haven't really we haven't really I talked haven't about this yeah, one yeah interesting yeah i i heard about this one and i read the whole ruling um so a disney stockholder who is apparently a partisan actor and is working with some like Republican 
activist group, the uh, Thomas More Society, um, they sued Disney arguing that their uh, statement against the Don't Say Gay bill was basically uh, a violation of their duty to their stockholders, um, that it was negligent, that... um, It was in bad faith. Bad faith. Uh, let, let me see. Uh, breached their fiduciary duties of the companies uh, and, and its stockholders. Um, the plaintiff's theory of wrongdoing is that Disney's fiduciaries are either either put their own beliefs ahead of their obligations to stockholders or flouted the risk of losing rights associated with the special district. Um, so basically, this guy was trying to get a judge to give him access to additional uh, Disney documents and uh, unredacted meeting minutes, and he was just basically digging around. And he had already received a lot of discovery and a lot of records, and the judge went through it and basically just handed this guy his ass. Um, mm-hmm. he, he reviewed the documents, they had hearings, and he's like, to the contrary, this was just a completely normal business response. This guy works with this party and it's pretty obvious that this guy is trying well, the, to enforce his political yeah. beliefs the thomas more society is a catholic organization basically it's yeah. recognized by the bishops association so it's, ah. it's it's very it's not you know it's not vatican run but it is there to vatican do adjacent? these things yeah, vatican mm-hmm. adjacent there you go yeah. there we go <laughs> So. Uh, yeah, so um, the his motion for further access was denied. Um, I can see that the let me scroll down to the conclusion statement. Um, but it's a really fun reading. It's short. Um, it's like thirty six pages. But um, Did you say it was a fun read. Oh, I live for this stuff, Sarah. <laughs> I love reading this shit. Um, <laughs> It's just fun. I don't know. I used to be a court reporter. And so yeah. like, I never, oh, I would like always hear the arguments and I would never get to read the rulings. And I don't know. It's fun. Um, but basically, I, I don't know. I can't condense their scattered, like his little like jabs that he takes are sure. scattered throughout and I should have highlighted them. But um, he just says it's vastly overbroad. Uh Deviation from this typical approach is not merited here. Maintain formal records. Relevant records were provided. There's no evidence that anything was not appropriate. Right. Um, no Basically, evidence to suspect. Yeah, it was all bullshit. He's like, yeah, there's it's... no evidence to suggest that this was like the interests of share- of the board members violating. Yeah. And just because they are members of the human rights campaign doesn't mean right. that they've violated their duty to their shareholders because you don't like it. It's a business decision. You don't like it. That's not a violation. (laughs) Yeah. It's a weird, I mean, these are the sort of cases that are brought forth to make news and that's it. Basically Mm -hmm. everyone, uh, you know, some people are making money. I think they did this pro bono for this person or something, but it's getting them a lot of, you know, uh, accolades in, in the right. And so hopefully that gets them more and the hope is with doing something like this, you get access to documents and you find right. something, a thread to pull, something to twist out of context and make a headline out of. You just, you're looking for meat. Um, right. 
And uh, it does not appear that. Um... No, it's to think that the courts were going to be anti-business is very funny to me. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> it, it's just like, when are you guys going to learn that suing Disney is just not going to be in your favor? Has when anyone gonna... actually been successful? Um, I don't not in I'm sure like people have successfully I've never looked successful, into yeah. it, actually. Not, not for this stuff. Because that's that would be silly, but for right. sure they have the they don't majority, have the majority of injury injury lawsuits are um, taken care of out of court. I was um, just about to say trip and fall at Disneyland. They don't really go to trial. No, they settle they just quite a settle. Bit of this. Yeah, um, but there no there have been. If you're interested in this kind of stuff, there's an excellent book. Um, Oh, where is it? Oh, yes, I'm gonna take it. It's in a box still, um, but it's called um, uh, it's called the People versus Disneyland, um, and it's uh, David Koenig who wrote it, and it's basically all about Disneyland and its and its years of litigation and things. And that sounds boring, but it basically shows like uh, if you know the movie Chinatown, and it's kind of like that. It's like you know, face it. Uh, Jake, it's it's uh, Orange County, and that's got yeah, like you, it's Disney's territory. So oh, wow, um, that actually sounds fascinating. I gotta it is. make mm-hmm. sure I get that. Yeah, yeah, that's really good. Uh, and it has a you know, it's good for our fans because it has a giant rat who's dressed like a lawyer on the front cover. So <laughs> perfect. love that for them. Perfect. Uh, speaking of rats, Disney uh, is not letting us uh, know about Wait, rats go back in real quick. print. What I just saw the cover. That rat looks terrifying yeah it's a terrifying rat yeah, yeah. it's yeah. disgusting sorry go ahead I mean, i've never seen a cute rat <laughs> oh that i can i can fix that yeah we hey one right here look at me we're all cute, cute rats rat. yeah <laughs> um so uh you know i'm gonna do my transition again sarah which is my bad disney doesn't want us to read in print anymore about beautiful rats um this is devastating janine what yeah is going- this, this sucks is- I mean, this is a long time, long time coming, but what's going on with the National Yeah, this is just the continuing saga of the death of journalism in society. And the only thing that exists as far as media is either corporate media that's for strictly entertainment purposes or media that's designed by people who have a interest in manipulating opinion. Um, So... Yeah. Uh, National Geographic, to cut cut right to it, has laid off its last, I think, 15 or 16 staff writers for their magazine, which you would think like, oh, man, the magazine must be really struggling. It is at the end of last year, they had almost 2 million subscribers to the print magazine. Yeah. Which is like insane. Nobody subscribes to magazines anymore. It was one of the most widely read magazines in America. Yeah, I mean that's down from twelve in the eighties, but all men. Still, 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 it's fifteen yeah. people. Yeah, a hundred percent. You're yeah. absolutely correct. Yeah. yeah. So basically, I don't know if this is a pivot to AI as well. They say that that's mostly just going to be freelancers, um, but really, it just it's just dark. It's dark. I, I, you look at all the colleges. We talk about this in the past with like Imagineering that have journalism programs mm-hmm. and it's like, for, for what? Yeah. For what? Mm-hmm. You, it's not a career anymore. That's really uh, not. Not in the same way. Um, there are, there's opportunity, but you have to work a lot harder. 
I mean, this, this is, this has been a lot of conversations about, um, you know, everyone's now a freelancer when it comes to this kind of stuff. And you used to just get a job somewhere and work in a newspaper, you know, and now you have to like hustle. Yeah. You got to be a, a big Which player. Some and... people like being freelancers though. So it's like a pros and cons thing. Uh, I think all I mean, freelance... it's good to have the option. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I think the majority of uh, freelance that's like this though, um, you're that trying to create pay. a cohesive. Yeah, idea. I feel like it's different. Yeah, yeah that's you're, you're, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, and I think that like just, makes it yeah. tricky. But yeah, um, yeah, this isn't. I don't know. Is this is my question? Is Disney, um, putting the dog who is uh, hurt down, or uh, mercifully, or are they uh, taking it out? Uh, you know, are they pulling the rug underneath the company? And Nat Geo has it when it got bought by Rupert Murdoch. Not a shock. Uh, it tanked. Right. It started to mm-hmm. get really weird, and uh, you know, talking about UFOs and stuff that the magazine had no interest in before. And then Disney, you know, that was one of the things Disney kind of got in the big Fox sale. And they've, I think they've utilized the channel material very well. Um, it really. Oh opens... God, it's a pivot to video. Well, no, I don't think it is the way it used to be. God, <laughs> in those days we talked oh, about yeah. journalism pivoting to video was the was the next big thing. No, I I just think that it's. I think that they see Nat Geo as a brand and no longer. I mean, they're not printing it in America. It's still freelancers. That's the thing is devastating is there's no printing in America. Um, they're still printing it overseas, I guess. But it's, I don't know. It's just really sad. I mean, it's. The, it is. It's so iconic. Like, yeah. It's been around for 135 years. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. crazy. It's, is this it's, part of their like cost cutting measures? Like for the company is, as a whole? Yes. Yeah. But this is too much. Like, I don't know how you become a freelancer for not geo because i feel like you need to know like so much to do this like you need to have like such a deep understanding because that's like their whole thing is that they do very deep reporting on very niche topics right so i think i think like what was the point i think disney is not a publishing company i mean they have they've done they have tried no i mean they have branches and it's not like they're not putting out you know princess books and shit but it's not it is not a thing that they're interested in they're interested in making money off of the concept but they push it out to other people quite a bit Mm -hmm. um i just think this is not in the wheelhouse and i and you know they wanted the ip but they didn't want to figure out how to run a magazine in 2023 um which is devastating because they have enough content that why don't they if just they sell to create, it well i love apple news plus and i know it it's not necessarily great for everybody and it's but it but it allows you the opportunity to you you have a magazine come to your door and you feel like you have to read the whole thing when you have it on your phone with a bunch of other stuff you know you feel that you can pick through it and and listen to or read the articles you really care about and i think disney has a huge enough catalog of stuff that they probably could have created some Disney plus uh, read concept with old National Geographic magazines and, you know, uh, other material that Disney has. But 
they're just not, this is not a focus, right? And this is what big corporations do is they buy things in whole and then they kind of go, man, they paw at things like a bear and then they, you know, push it in the trash if they don't care about it. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're, they're really just focused on trying to make Disney Plus profitable right now. That's pretty much the focus. It's right. like, this is what monopolization does. It's yeah. like a perfect example of yep. it. 100%. Yeah. National Geographic. It's a shame. Never- it really is. Yeah, it should never have been bought by a conglomerate in the first place. Um, mm-hmm. It probably would be doing that. Yeah, better. I feel like, yeah, I, I agree. So, but uh, I don't know. It's de- it's devastating, but I also say I don't read Nat Geo. It's not available easily uh, with my Apple News Plus subscription. And, I, you know. But there it were was such an people. important source. Like it's an educational source. It's, 100%. It, it really mm-hmm. brought a lot of value. So it's sad to Gener- see that. Generations that. of men saw their first boobs in National Geographic. Right? <laughs> it's very important for very specific things. Yeah. Yes. All right. The then. loss, right. The loss I, that we have. I was going to say Playboy, but you know, no, 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 no. no. Christian, houses, Christian houses could have Nat Geo. It was I'm also Nathan, a different you generation. didn't grow up with the yeah. creepy homeless person camp in the woods near your house with a stash of porno what? mags like Jeanine, some of we're us we're learning did. a lot about you tonight. What? what? Did you live by a homeless, a creepy homeless place with a bunch of porno mags? I don't know mags? if it was homeless. It was definitely like a spot in the woods that someone had a stash materials and was it just open yeah. for you guys to just like look through just the hobo saying come on kids here's the porn such a turn oh my god it, no it was just like a spot in the woods where there was like you know janine we're the last generation that out. had we had we're the last generation that had porn in the woods right yeah we're the last we're <laughs> I never stumble upon Mac in the woods yeah. on nope. his own no, your son will no, never unless get that. He puts it there. Glorious I, opportunity. Devastating. They don't even I, print just it. What's wrong with America these days? Maybe yeah, you'll find the... an iPad in the woods. And just... How did we get here? <laughs> I don't know. I'm so speaking confused. Of, spe- speaking of uh, fluids, um, what? <laughs> let's talk about Elemental. Um, oh know, dear. The porno. <laughs> Elemental. Oh, God. From meat cupcakes to oh. porn in the forest. <laughs> look, look, it was meat loaf cupcakes, and it sounds delightful. It does sound delightful. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Um, okay. We're going to move on, though. Sara, what has happened with Elemental? And uh, yeah. I, okay, I was going to go see it. I did not go see it. I, I have a unlimited pass. I could see any movie I wanted at any time, and I still. I feel like I'm dragging my feet to go see this movie. That um, sounds honestly, a lot. Same, that honestly, a lot. same. But it's only because me and Anthony were deciding if we were going to see that or the Boogeyman. And he was like, "Well, it's going to be on Disney Plus, so let's just go see the Boogeyman." And I was like, "You know what? You're right." Good point. Good point. See, Disney Plus strikes again. Yeah. Um. So I guess we can. This is this makes me very sad because I saw the movie and I thought that it was amazing. I thought it was mm. cool. well. Yeah, I thought it was great. Um, but essentially, Elemental bombed at the box office, and it's had the second worst opening weekend in Pixar history, right after um, Toy Story, the original Toy Story from 1995. Toy so, Story? I thought it was no. Cars 2. Toy Story's first movie. 
It was their first move. No, Cars is like that. They just when Disney is yeah. low on cash, they're like put oh, out I cars. Like cars too, <laughs> not cars. Cars too. No, yeah. like even Cars Three probably made a gobs of money, especially when you consider like merch they do. Cars is like a. But this is about opening weekend. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Opening weekend. That's, uh, a good that's opening, opening weekend. weekend. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So yeah. opening weekend, Elemental Maine. I can't say it's worse than the Good Dinosaur. Oh, exactly. Shit. Exactly. Um, so they made um, domestically twenty nine million dollars, and then internationally they made seventeen million dollars. Not Ooh. good. So that Not is good. wild. Awful. That is. Less than the labyrinth made in like nineteen eighty. I'm telling you, it's the marketing. They and did. hold on, here's the marketing example. was really bad. Here's an here's a here's a comparison to Incredibles two, which opening weekend made a hundred and eighty two million dollars. Oh my god! I mean, god. it's the most. I mean, it's still their most successful movie, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's Incredibles two. And it was I mean, good. it was it was it was the Incredibles. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So it's unfortunate because this, this, because earlier you guys were talking about how I'd just rather watch it on Disney Plus and you're dragging your feet. And Disney has trained audiences mm-hmm. to essentially see these movies as like, oh, well, I'll just wait for it. It's not an event anymore. Well, can you it's blame not them. a spectacle? There, I mean, if you have children, I, do you want to pay, it. do you want to pay $15 a ticket so your kid can scream and get antsy halfway through? Mm-hmm. Or do you just want to go watch it when it's available? Like the kid doesn't know the difference. And movies come out like it'll be on it'll be on Disney Plus in like two months. So that is true. It's but... like it's really they have made this is their problem. I don't think the consumer it's, is at fault. It's, yeah, it's their problem. It it's is literally similar to how they fucked up Fast Pass. It's a monster they created. Mm-hmm. I think that people are going to be mad at me for suggesting this, but I think that Disney Plus needs to have like an additional paywall. They did for that. New re- Ow! It, they did Jesus that. Christ, I'm sorry. Janine, what happened now? Cat <sighs> climbed up my off. thigh. The kitten. Oh, oh. kitten. No, I agree because they tried that, but I think they tried it with the wrong movie. I think Mulan. they tried it with... It was Mulan, yeah. Oh, I was talking about that other princess movie, the one that no one knows is a princess. Raya? Yes, they tried it with. They did Raya, it with both. They did it with both, and they didn't market that one well either, and no yeah. one watched it. No one even knows who she is. Well, yeah. here's the thing about the marketing for Elemental. So, the movie at its core is an immigrant story, right? And mm-hmm. they didn't really even touch on that. Like when I went to go see it with my friends, they were like, "We didn't even know it was about immigration. Like we thought it was just Zootopia, but with like." elements Mm. and so they could have really hit a specific audience and they chose not to and it's like it was a marketing issue and on top of that it was a like not talking to your audience type or like that's a political cowardice issue Hmm. it could be it could be. I don't, I don't know. Pixar's just been getting the short end of the stick in recent years. I, like, I feel like it's like they're like they'll make we'll make the movie, but we can't actually market it because people are going to get mad, and we're taking a lot of heat right now, and like they're yelling at us for being woke. So if we play I, up the immigrant no, story, I think it, that they just don't know what to. It's look, yeah, because it's a bad down. It's a dumb thing to pitch. Uh, if if I pitch this, and it wouldn't make any. I'm not saying the immigrant stuff is, but like if you pitch. Uh, well, it's a movie where water and fire, like it's a romance between water mm-hmm. and fire. 
like okay i see it i get it but like why you know and pixar already has a reputation of like we're gonna make like the joke is they make everything that's not got a like a personality or a conscious have one like what about toys what about cars and i think we're just like what about emotions what about the soul and now they're like what about water and fire and we're like are you like come on (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, to be fair, I think the director came out and said that was like a personal story about his parents. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, which if you had pitched that to me in the marketing, I would have been mm-hmm. like, "All right, I fuck with that." But right. like, I knew nothing about it. It seemed like they did the marketing literally. All I knew was I saw a trailer. Months passed. Next thing I know, I'm like, "Oh, tickets are out for Elemental." I forgot this is a thing. Premiere happens. One week of marketing. That yeah. was that. Yeah. I it's, also it's crazy. Yeah, and I'm <sighs> someone who does not love the DreamWorks vibe of we got Will Smith in this movie and Angelina Jolie. <laughs> come see Shark Tale. Like I don't want that from Pixar. You don't like never... Shark Tale? No, I don't like Shark Tale. I mean it's I haven't seen Shark Tale in 15 years, but um what I will say is <laughs> Pixar does it. Victoria's need... side eye too. <laughs> Wait, is well, Shark Tale a black movie? Is, is Shark Tale part of the black canon? It is. Is that thing? It Shark Tale is Shark Tale's part of the yes. black canon? Yeah. Yes, okay. it is. Right. We right. still accept Shark Tale for what it is. That movie's like <laughs> basically full of Italian sharks. So, uh, yeah. yeah but Will I Smith's mean, in it. So, and it's a black Jolie. movie. It's a black it movie. Like Osmosis Jones. Yeah. Hello. Okay. So, if the lead is black, it's a black movie? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I, mean, I don't know the rules. I'm asking. Is, really. Ange- is Angelina Jolie technically doing blackface then in Shark Tale? No, she's being herself. Oh, okay, okay. It's been a long time. I just just look sure. at the fish and then look at her. That's true. <laughs> uh, the fish um, has large scales. Um, her lips are the same. There you uh, go. Anyway, I wasn't talking about fucking Shark Tale. What what happened? Oh, my point <laughs> was. My point was is that Pixar never needs like voice actors to sell a movie, but I beyond literally um Joe Para, who I enjoy from from his show, who has a small part as a plant that's in this movie. I don't know any of the cast. Really? Maybe, I don't I couldn't tell you who the main leads are. No, I couldn't tell you. Um and I'm not I've saying that's a problem. I've yeah. seen them. I couldn't tell you who they are, though. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's not a problem per se, but it is a marketing issue. So, I mean, you, I mean, I don't know. That's a part of it, I think, too. But the movie was, okay, kind of like getting into the review of it. Sure. Let's go. Oh, yeah. you you saw it it I, I watched it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I watched it also. And I will say that the story and like the themes of it are very important. And as like mm-hmm. an immigrant daughter, I really connected with um, Ember, who's the who's the protagonist of this. Mm-hmm. And I feel like her story with Wade, who's like the water guy, it it really connect. It really resonated with me because I had a lot of like similar experience. I was literally like watching it. I was like, I've had these exact same arguments. Like I have right. had these well, exact same experiences. In in the past, you have dated people outside of your race. Yes. So, and, yeah. yeah. And it's um it's something that definitely um has opened it because as an immigrant daughter, especially the firstborn daughter, you have a lot of pressures and you ha- feel like you have to uphold 
so many different like standards and standards that are like so high sometimes that you're just kind of like, this is unachievable, but I got to do it and I'm going to figure out how to do it. And I just have to do it. It's like, you have to overachieve always. And the times where like my most recent relationship, um, he was outside of my race. And I think he taught me a lot about how it doesn't necessarily always have to be that way. I don't necessarily have to constantly be in a state of anxiety Mm. and having to like do the things that my parents have always wanted me to do. I I can do the things for my, I can do those things for myself. I can do what I want to do and I can still be happy and make them proud. So yeah, it just, it it really felt like I was watching myself on the screen, Mm. (laughs) but um, yeah. And it was a great movie. It was beautiful. The animation style was super cool. Um, The way that the elements kind of all had their own thing. It just looked really fun. Um, It was just really sad that it just wasn't marketed in the, like, it just felt like what I was watching was not what was like sold to me when I was watching the trailers oh yeah yeah it could have been it could have been way better but yeah definitely watch it for the themes and the story and especially if you're an immigrant daughter you're totally gonna see yourself on that screen and and relate now did you find i did hear that some people found some of the discussion of like for example that the fire people being the fire people can't be around other people because they will catch things on fire for example Mm -hmm. um they found that as sort of anti, I mean, it's not because it's coming from, I think a a good place, but um, saying like, well, no, there are natural reasons why people are separated. Right. Is what some people were saying. Yeah. Um, I think I assume that move, the movie doesn't land there. I feel like that's something Mm -hmm. people are saying without actually watching it. Yeah. I think I could definitely see the, the argument for like, segregation and integration type of that conversation Mm -hmm. um but i what the whole point was it was the fact that the city wasn't made in mind with those people there you go i think there was a really strong accessibility and disability message there too because it she just continuously they're like oh you're not it's not that i'm not allowed here it's just Mm -hmm. that i can't go there because it's not made for me i can't exist exactly Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so it's like if you guys made it so that I could be here, then then I could be with you guys. Like I can interact and I can be a part of the circle. It's just a matter of like people are not creating spaces with me in mind. Sure. sure. So, yeah. So there's a Jan- lot of like really interesting things that you could pick at from just this movie. Yeah. Janine, did you have any thoughts? Uh, Yeah. So um, I would say the movie got better towards the end Mm -hmm. um i thought that the first half was pretty weak um like at one point i leaned over to my fiance and was like this is not good (laughs) Mm. Um, did it just feel like a lot of world building it was just like kind of like ham-fisted a bit Mm. um I don't remember specifically what it was that made me say that, but there was just a number of things where I was like, this is just really clunky writing. Sure. Um, it was, the, I, I could, it was I could slow see in the beginning, slow. but my 10 year old same location loved it. Mm, yeah. That's cool. He loved it. Um, that was great. Towards the end, it, it, it grew on me throughout the watch. The, the, you gotta, you gotta give it, some grace in the beginning is really all I'm saying. It's yeah. very beautiful. Like the the set design and the world and some of the, the shots, the frames are like breathtakingly beautiful. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And some of the, yeah, it was just really sweet. Like uh, Ember develops like her talent and my son really loved this idea of her finding her strengths. He sure. really liked that and talked about that after the fact. Um, it's, it's worth seeing. It's worth okay. seeing. Cool. Oh, also, I, I, I liked there Wade. Was, sorry. Yeah, Wade was, <laughs> it was nice seeing Wade because he was like really emotional. Yeah. And like, it was like, that's this sort is of such the a gag, right? Role a, a, model. About the water people is that they cry a lot. Isn't that like a part of the gag? Yeah. But, it, but it's, it was, it's like a healthy cry. It's like, exactly. It's like, we're just, we're not like oversensitive. We're not overreacting to things. Mm. We're just like really in tune and accepting of our emotions. Exactly. And it's not a bad thing that we're crying. Like I just, oh, I moved. I so I'm crying. Like there's like it's a, a good g- representation of like what, like, like, a, I guess like men having emotions. Yes. So like I thought that was really, really nice. Like his cool. family has like a game that they play where they see they have to get the other person to cry and try to like the other person tries to hold out on crying for as long mm. as possible and like uh the one of them is like uh he says to ember uh butterfly windshield wiper half a butterfly <laughs> and like that was like the thing that was supposed to make Every, like everyone in the family was like starting to cry and it's become a thing in my family. That's um, funny. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that was the one thing that like out of everything that I could relate to the most, like being not like not emotional, but being kind of like, oh, well, whatever. Like maybe I'll cry maybe like once a year. Yeah. So it's like, oh, it's cool having that kind of message where it's like, it's okay to be emotional. It's okay yeah. to yep. to like kind of be around people that, are different than you in terms of like how they express themselves and that could affect how you like what you like how you do it and like learning how to like be able to do that in a healthy right. way yeah. um but it was just uh the other thing was also the relationship between ember and her father so if you have daddy issues this movie is for you also yep um <laughs> yep. So, <laughs> so that was also it so it's just just watch it it's a great movie cool well um Though we should be accepting of all sorts of different people, sometimes we need people that are not so great. And that's why we have a whole segment called Beware Our Guest. All right. We have two stories in Beware Our Guest. Sara, what what is going on over there in the West Coast? Who's who's hiding? It's not Florida. No, this one's a Disneyland one. Oh, They get a little brace going there. <laughs> Listen, we have our crazies too. Okay. Like we have that. Um, but this one, you know, I've heard of this happening, but I did never believed it. Like I never believed that this could actually ever happen at the parks. But essentially, there was a woman who got arrested um it like a couple weeks ago over at Disneyland for jumping the fence and into the park. So trespassing into the park and then hiding mm-hmm. at Big Thunder Mountain. So how she did it, I don't know what fence she jumped. Like I, I just has a turnstile, right? Like I'm, I'm. No, it's not a turnstile. Like she jumped. A no, fence. like she jumped a fence. Like there's a, fence. a there's a video. Like not of her yeah. jumping the fence, but like. Yeah, I mean there are fences. I mean people were literally jumping the fences the first day Disneyland was open. So fences <laughs> be there. Fences be jumped. I, mean, I just haven't heard it happen. Like I've heard stories, but like I've never seen it happen. And I just thought that it hasn't <laughs> happened in a long time. 
So it's mm. like, this is interesting. Like, what did you think was going to happen? I mean, it's a choice for sure. Very much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but sh- I love this. She was charged with the crime of defrauding an innkeeper. Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> For real, it's a gold rush. <laughs> An innkeeper? Technically, like, technically, <laughs> Disneyland falls under end, I guess, because it's a, it is a place you can go and must pay to be there. Yeah, but can't um, you just say trespassing? Like, what? I mean, technically, you can stay yeah. overnight too. Well, you can trespass, but not defraud. Like, I could, mm, I could. They're go both and, misdemeanors. Yeah, I, yeah, I think they went with the one that. I don't know. It's just a fun one. But here's the thing. <laughs> She's apparently done this two days in a row. So, like, they didn't catch her the first day. But That they was the day the she did day. the turnstile. Yeah. I mean, that, yeah, that was the turnstile. Oh, uh, okay. Day. So, uh, she really wanted to get in. Like, I, I, wasn't, I wouldn't push my luck after the first time, to be it's honest. It's not that. It's fine. It's <laughs> Why fun, did they but... not charge trespass? I know. That's weird. It has the exact same... Like it's the exact same rank. I'm not maybe a they were just but... maybe they were in a fun little you know silly like oh let's movie. yeah let's let's just well maybe an it's, innkeeper is it maybe it's not trespassing because you are allowed to be there, but it is defrauding an innkeeper because you have to pay to be there. But do, so do they theory, not trespass people all the time for for being in the parks? Well, I think trespass uh, in the sense of Disney terms is. Mm-hmm different because trespass for them technically means banishment yeah oh well i don't know how she's not banned (laughs) i mean she's probably banned now she's probably banned yeah doing something like that twice come on yeah so she could serve up to six months in jail and pay a fine for up to a thousand dollars plus the cost of the disneyland (sighs) ticket i like how they added that in that's hilarious (laughs) wait is that with or without tax She's got to buy. She they're really they're really gonna screw her over. She's gonna have to buy AP. She's gonna have to get some sort of. Uh, oh, wait, that's for no. that's for two days. Oh, that's 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 two days? She have to pay for both days. It, that's a good point. Yeah. So was it worth? I mean, it? if I gotta pay, how come how come she don't gotta pay for both days? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you guys, a, a valid point. I'm. This is just so fascinating to me. I'm. I have the statute, and trespassing is just entering. Or remaining on someone else's property without permission or without a right to do so. Yeah, that's well, I what, mean, that's, again, but for Disney terms, that it would yeah, but Disney current terms don't dictate how she gets charged by the right. Like, why is she has, defrauding an innkeeper? But does, she, but does she have the right? I mean, they're allowing her to be there. You no, are she's not allowed. She's not allowed to be there without it, buying a ticket. It's still yes, private but, property, but. She defrauded before she trespassed. I mean, in theory, it's like millisecond difference, but yeah, I was thinking that too. Technically, technically, you jump the fence. That is an active. You're defrauding them of the money, and then you're trespassing because you have defrauded them of the money. Exactly. So in theory, I would assume, right? <clears throat> I assume it would be they charge that because that's the first thing that happened. This does actually make more sense. Yeah. But I I'm get it. That. Yep. You know what? I, I really want to I know a lawyer. I'm going to ask him tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> is he a California <laughs> lawyer who does criminal law? Because my experience <laughs> with lawyers is they they often won't talk about 
at, well, at least the like, one that I live with. <laughs> no, no, I mean, like, I can't say like surgeons. It, it's my they, job, so I can't yeah. say more than that. They're, they're oh. like surgeons. They only know uh, you their know, specialty. Their specialty. Yeah. 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 But anyway, like, this is why you got to get rid of the reservation system because people are jumping fences to there get in. Go. There you go. Like, this well, is that's not all they're jumping. That's not all they're jumping. They're jumping no. around. Yeah. I want to see the damn fence that they jumped. I mean, because depending yeah. on the height, that's impressive. Right? Well, like, the girl, girl, be an Olympian. Like, you could do I'm something with that. Right now, actually. <laughs> I want to see a Disneyland fence. Well, we also jump in Grand Fiesta Tour. Thank you, Florida. Florida, we're back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> back and better than ever. Yeah. Our, uh, our final Beware Our Guest story of the night. Janine, we got ourselves some... We were talking hot messes earlier. This is a real hot mess. This is this is drunken hot mess. Boozy hot That's, mess. Sounds like Epcot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So essentially, what happened? This is this is a interest. It's a two parter. So somebody posted a two videos on TikTok, and a guest had decided to jump off of the boat at the Grand Fiesta tour in Epcot, and then at the they, end. So just so everyone end. knows where. It's the yeah. it's the spot that you get stuck on after the three animatronics. Of it's the when you're waiting videos. to get off of the ride. Right. You're just yeah. sitting there and they have these areas on the sides, which they need to have if you need to get yeah. off safely. And they clearly have signs that are like, don't don't get off. Don't get off. Don't get off. So, yeah. Yeah. Just to give so, people a, a concept here. She was a couple boats. There was a couple boats in front of her boat. And she just didn't want to wait, essentially. Um, and so she got off of the ride and there were people saying, call security. There was a cast member who was telling her that she has 30 seconds or they're coming back there. I don't know what they're going to do, but they were going to come back there. Um, and she decided to get off of the ride. And then she went and hit two cast members. She swung on them um, and she was arrested and banned from the park. Good. Once again, she, I will. Yeah, I will yeah. Assault. Like, yeah, bad. Once again, I would say we need to attach drink limits to tickets, but money. I, mean, I, don't yeah. even really, I can't even really blame that alcohol at this point, to be honest, because at that point, it's kind of a conscious choice. Like, I've been That's drunk exactly. many a time, but like, yeah. I part. have not done anything crazy. Like, the most I've done is say, like, I want pancakes at 3 a.m., and I'm sad because the <laughs> aquarium's closed. Like, <laughs> That's so relatable. We all agree, and, and and I think we can all agree this is some some real prime white woman shit, right? Yeah. Like this is. I mean, look at her—the Lululemon leggings scream it all. Like it just yeah. come on. The fact that that's still a thing, though, it's not, it could... girl. I mean, I watched the documentary. I'm messy, but yeah. But um, I think when it comes to these types of situations, I don't know if it was happening a lot before social media and we just weren't really checking for it and people didn't really know about it but it seems like people are just not really giving a fuck anymore i think is it maybe the post pandemic and people don't really know how to act outside i think it's a bit of everything i think it is a lot about social media we see these circumstances because people get their phones out because they realize they may end up as a part of it too and they mm want to like save their own ass so there's a bit I mean, of just making sure that you're, I mean, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of world star going on, but like at the same time, it's, it's, it's not always that it's sometimes they're like, okay, someone's got to document this. I'm always impressed when someone can get their phone out fast enough. I never think about this right? kind of stuff. <laughs> um, I'm just like um, too in it, I guess. And I get um, that, but it's just but, like, what is causing people to be acting so well, reckless? 
I think a big issue is one, I could go into this because I think about this all the time. <laughs> um, people are extremely isolated and they're extremely individualized and we've lost our sense of community mm. and people don't feel like they are part of anything larger than themselves. They are just, it's all about me. I'm the main character. And yeah, social media has done Social it media has people. just isolated everyone and made them feel like the own star of their show. And they're just, people are just not socialized. Like they don't get out and spend time with people enough. Um, it's just dark. Everyone just lives on the internet and is selfish. I, I don't, do you, I wonder if this is an AP or if this is not an AP. I would if, say AP. I feel like there's a comfortableness that some APs get with. Yeah. Um, that also creates a scenario. You would never do this if it wasn't a place you're used to. And then it, all of a sudden you're, you're like, I've been on this ride a thousand times. No one's ever gotten hurt getting off this right here. I'm just getting off. Right. And your drunk brain says some that's a smart move. People are also just. I paid a lot of money to be here. I like, can do whatever I want. Yes. But to like yeah. get off of the ride and start punching people, Nuts. like what are you doing? Crazy. Screaming at people. It doesn't make yeah. it, that doesn't make any sense to me. It's that's like my thing with these moments is if you are paying a lot and you have a lot like when I hear about two families that fight and they've got kids and stuff, I'm like, yeah, I get it. Like they're super you know, they spent their whole life savings to go to this thing and it doesn't work. And Genie Plus does, you know, it's crashed and there's no wait times and yada, yada, yada. And then someone looks up the wrong way and, and fists get thrown, you know. Um, this kind of like bachelorette drunken behavior, though, is it's something. I mean, I feel like every Beware I guess there's one person drunk at Epcot. <laughs> now, I want to know, is she from New Jersey? That I think. <laughs> I know. They I don't identify her. a trend in that. Like, there's been a trend in New Jersey. Yeah, there's I'm been telling a y'all, New Jersey is the like Florida of the East Coast, God damn or like it. the Northeast Coast, or whatever. Yeah, the North. I wonder Coast? what it is. Yeah, right. The Northeast North Coast, right? I've never heard of that. The Northeast. Is it? The, North, is it on the coast? coast? She's not wrong. It is coast. Yeah. 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 yeah no, she's See? right. You are good at geography. Um, oh I wonder what the West Coast version of it is. Um, I don't know. Orange uh, County. No, no Orange County. More like not yeah. I wouldn't say Orange County. I would say Central Central California. It's pretty okay. pretty rough. Okay, Orange County is um, very conservative. That's why I said Orange County. So I think uh, yeah, you know fair. what? Fair. True. There is that True. entitlement for sure. But uh, sometimes there are heroes, right? Sometimes we have heroes out there, and we have a new segment to celebrate a hero. And our first. Heroes of the Park. Yes, All right. So we have our first hero of the park. Um, Sarah, who is this wonderful hero and her four-legged friend? So this is I'm so happy to see something good coming out of the parks. <laughs> um, on, I know, right? Right. It's like a it's a good feel good story. Um so what happened was in a, a cast member at Walt Disney World and their service dog named Pluto, which is so cute, um, they helped out a guest who apparently was having a heart attack at Hollywood Studios um, earlier this week. And essentially, they the cast member was just walking with their alert, their medical alert dog, and they noticed that the cast that the guest was appearing to be having a heart attack. They helped out by giving first aid until the paramedics arrived, and 
the oh they also had an infant so anyway the cast member and the dog helped out and they were just very amazing and ready to go and this is why we need service dogs that's mm-hmm. all yeah it's a lovely little story i'm happy to yeah. hear that yeah i'm glad I, she's I hope okay that she's okay yeah same like i hope she's like you know i'm sure she got the attention she needed but i hope she's like mm-hmm. genuinely like recovering. yeah she had yeah. an infant son that's horrifying yeah she sounds really young to be having yeah. a heart attack yeah so. but we're really glad that the cast member and that service dog was there to help out yeah um, that that's great hopefully there. Mm-hmm. hopefully well, she's doing good now that's scary yeah that is scary um yes we love service dogs yeah um we uh it's a joke in my family that my wife uh, doesn't really go around saying thank you for your service to a lot of like people it's not more of a thing she does but anytime she sees a police dog working she thanks it for its service which i think is very cute oh Uh, (laughs) police dog didn't have any choice yeah i mean he's not getting paid he gets treats though or she you know um anyway so there you go that's our new segment heroes of the park i'm very excited about that and of course as we end every episode we have ourselves the astuter computer poem of the week that's why i'm a router for me computer everybody needs a friend ah <laughs> uh, yes astuter computer so i've been doing some work on dear old astuter um, I don't think this is going to work every week, but I was curious if a studer could do something a little different. So I got my tools out um, and I, I worked them up a little bit. I put in a voice chip. I figured it out. And I asked a studer uh, if he uh, could, uh, I worked it out where I thought maybe he could do us a little rap about the news. So a yeah. uh, studer. Could you please create a rap about this week's news? I'm scared. A rap? I'm so scared. Oh, Nathan. <laughs> DJ, a studer computer, has got the news. Here we go. Yo, check the headlines, I'm dropping some rhymes about the stories that made the news in these times. First up, Universal, the place of fun, Miniland soft opens, it's just begun. Check out those minions, a sight to behold, filled laughter and cheers and adventures untold. So grab your friends, let the good times commence. Comics fair begins, the magic gets intense, but hold up! There's more I gotta share. Elemental, who had a tough affair. Second worst at the Plex in Pixar's history. A real setback, that's no mystery. Elemental stumbled, but it won't be denied. That Pixar's had its tits and it's made us cry. From Toy Story to Nemo, that's at the bar. One setback can't define who they are. Now here's a tale that'll make you go, whoa. A woman at Big Thunder, what a show. Avoiding arrest to seek a thrill. But she got banned, and that's for real. Big Thunder, whew, that rise the spree. But using it to hide won't set you free Follow the rules, stay on the right track Adventures are best when you don't look back In the world of amusement and movie flicks There's highs and lows, both the ups and the next But through it all, we seek delight In the stories we love from day to night Minions land opens, come join the fun Elemental setbacks won't stop the sun And remember that the thunder's not for hiding Stay safe, all the rules, and get to riding That's the wrap, folks, of the news I done did Universal Pixar and that lady who hid Stay tuned for more the world's always spinning, the news always different, but the time's always winning. Hey, <laughs> happy Black Music Month! <laughs> uh, computer, 
in the house. Oh dear, oh, no. Good job, no. Mr. Computer. I mean, I need the beat to be better. Well, Girl, you thought that Wondrous Journeys had a beat. Come on now. I mean, Sonic, <laughs> Sonic, you know what? Shut up. It does have a beat. <laughs> it's the beat of our souls. So, yeah, okay. a student, yeah, it's a, it's amazing what you can type in and 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 get through AI these days. So thank you, a studer computer. Um, uh, I I checked. Uh, uh, you know, I it, it, a studer is painted white, and I think that's very obvious uh, through the wrap. But uh, I mean, Sunny Eclipse got to run for his money. I think mm. so. So a studer, keep you know, if you need to get a job at Disney. Just let us know. We'll work it out. Anyway, um, so that's the Studios Computers, I guess, wrap of the week. Um, well, for with that with that being said, we are we are at the end of June, and by the time you're hearing this, uh, it will be the month of July. And so, but but um, we are going to continue uh, any sales of our. Uh, pride shirts over at bit.ly forward slash rap pride will still be going to the Trevor project. So I'm excited to send out the first check to the Trevor project here soon. Um, and uh, yeah, so make sure to check those out. Those are still available. Uh, Ratcastle, of course, is produced by yours truly, Nathan Hartman. Please subscribe, tell your friends about this show, and leave us questions by merch. People were asking about this. They were wondering if um, they could email us instead of using our um, – we have like a little area where you can comment in the uh, – I'm trying to think of the, the link tree. Well, I've adjusted it. So now when you click uh, contact us, it will open for your email if you have a desktop client. So uh, we are always available via email for questions or comments as well. And that um, is our, our email is, uh, let me make sure I get this correct. Our email is ratcastlepod at gmail.com. Or as I said, you can find us at bit.ly forward slash ratcastle. And that will get you everything you need, merch and all. So with that said, please grab your belongings and exit to the left. Stop this foolishness! What foolishness would you like to see? Will you get out of here?